Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 8, looking at verses 29 through 31, read from the New King James Version. We're still reading about Philip. He has an assignment. The Holy Spirit sent him on a desert road, and Philip encountered an Ethiopian who was a proselyte to the Jewish religion, for he came to Jerusalem to worship and was probably headed back home down toward Gaza. The Ethiopian was a successful man, is what the, um, the scriptures imply, because he was the um, eunuch for Queen Candace, which is a, a title, uh, not, not a person's name, but a title. So let's listen to verses 29 through 31 of Acts chapter 8. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. So he ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. Again, Acts chapter 8, verses 29 through 31 from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 8, verses 29 through 31 read from the New King James Version. The Ethiopian that Philip uh, met on this road had been at Jerusalem where the apostles were preaching the Christian faith and multitudes professing it, and yet there he had taken no notice of it. But the grace of God pursues him, overtakes him in the desert, and there overcomes him. And that experience, you can just imagine, he's um, going home and he's probably pondering all that he's heard and seen and felt while he was in Jerusalem. And remember, they were there for Passover and for Pentecost. So, and he probably was there for both uh, observances and was probably converted at that time. So um, the Spirit tells Philip, and it says, um, Philip has at this order, not by an angel as before, but by the Spirit whispering it into his ear, go near and join thyself to this chariot. 
go so near as that gentleman may take notice of thee. And those are the words of Matthew Henry. So it uh, took real boldness for Philip to go right up to the Ethiopian's chariot and speak to him. But that is what the Holy Spirit told him to do. And how many times are we hesitant when the Holy Spirit gives us an assignment? We don't have that boldness to stand and speak or say what the Holy Spirit tells us. And I know I'm one. I'm one of those who uh, that spirit in me is I'm, I'm shy and reserved. So if the Holy Spirit told me to go and speak to a stranger, I probably would have to really, he'd have to prod me and, you know, like really force my mouth open. And that has happened where you just don't know where the words came from. And it's just, it's the Holy Spirit telling you what to say and how to say and how to approach people. But anyway, the Ethiopian was a rich man, a man of power, and at least in some way, a celebrity. Yet, yet Philip knew he needed Jesus just as much as anyone else. And so uh, they're saying, don't be too uh, afraid to speak to someone who may be an authority, who may have an authority figure, who needs to know Jesus. We should never fear speaking to those who are considered to be important people about Jesus. And we do often shrink back from speaking boldly about Jesus. And the world lets us know that we shouldn't speak about such things. But the world doesn't hesitate to impose its own message on us. And as we think about the message of the Grammy a few nights ago on Sunday night, the message was so mixed, and uh, one uh, minister said it had so many demonic images. So the world doesn't mind uh, imposing its own message on us. We should be just as bold to the world about Jesus as the world is bold to us about sin and about what's presented and how it makes things that's right seem what that's wrong I'm sorry seem appealing and things that's right seem boring but anyway uh, Philip heard him reading and it was co common in the ancient world to read aloud and I thought that was interesting Philip knew what the Ethiopian was reading by listening as he read he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah Philip knew at that moment that God had given him an open door and a prepared heart. God had arranged this meeting between Philip and the Ethiopian. And this is an excellent example of how God opens doors for evangelism. What seems like an impossible task, God makes it possible. He makes the path plain. God directed Philip because God had already arranged an open door. Our, one of our greatest jobs in preaching the gospel is simply to pray for an open door. And once God gives us that opportunity, we need to go and do what he asks us to do. And then Philip asks uh, the, uh, the Ethiopian, do you understand what you're reading? And that's what we have to do. Do you understand what God's word is telling you? And uh, the Ethiopian responds, how, how can I 
unless someone guides me. So again, God put that opening there for him. Um, the commentary says to get more understanding from our Bibles, we must plunge in. We can't just skim and read, and sometimes that's what we do. And it gave a good little uh, analogies. Butterflies wander over the flowers in the garden and accomplish nothing. But bees plunge right down into the flower and carry away essential food. And we can't get fed if we're just skimming the top. And again, I've gone over my time, so let's stop and pray. Father, we thank you for your word. And Father, we thank you for those who help us understand your word. Even as I share as a layperson, there are so many things that I don't understand. But I thank you for the resources that I have at my disposal. And Father, as we've been praying this week for um, uh, those who are persecuted in Ethiopia, and as I think about the fact that as, you know, I can open a commentary, I can grab books to study your word. And in so many places, they don't have that luxury. So Father, we're praying that as we share, even in podcasts like mine, as we share, help us to make your words so plain so that when the listeners hear your word, they understand and feel the spirit of your word, that God, through your spirit, that you are there, your spirit of love, your spirit of care, your spirit of protection. Let them feel that, Father. Protect those who are in um dangerous places in this world. So many places on uh, the Voice of the Martyrs map are hostile to Christians. So God, we're praying for Christians in those areas. And Ethiopia is one of the places that's hostile to Christians. So God, we pray for those who are missionaries in that that hostile environment. We pray for uh, them as they stand against Muslim tribal groups throughout Ethiopia who persecutes Christians. And Father, we're praying for all of those who need you in a special way. So many tragedies are happening, and we know that you're God. You're not uh, hard of hearing. You're not blind, and you do love us, and we thank you for that. So we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. In Jesus' name, for all of those who are seeking and calling, in the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.